Okay, we are swapping sides. I managed to wrangle Yana Krekic with YLT translations over here. It only took a little bit of time, energy, and effort, but we somehow managed to figure it out. Uh, I'm glad that you got here. I'm glad to bump into you again in person. Right. In the flesh. So happy. So happy to see you. Always a great conversation. We always have great conversations. Not all of them get aired, unfortunately, but we always have great conversations. I don't know if it's her or me or maybe it's our energy together. It's like the we're in sync. We're pretty much mm. in sync. I think that's it. I think it's like thunder and lightning. Um, they're two halves of the same coin. Usually when you hear yeah, the thunder. It's a, good, it's a good metaphor. Yes, when you hear the thunder, you see the lightning. Right. Nice. Did you come up with this yourself? Yeah, I just came up with it on the spot. Wow. Yeah. You're brilliant. My, I'm kind of brain dead, so I wouldn't come up with that ever. This is why I don't drink at events. But, oh, but yeah. you have to. I do. Everybody I, expects it. And if you go home, you're like, what the hell was I coming here? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I come here. There's no point. I come here. Um, I like to wreck my liver afterwards. Oh, afterwards? Afterwards. Okay. It seems to be the best way of doing things. By yourself? Alone? No, 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 no. Not alone. Um, it's usually with my thoughts in a room. Oh, all by myself. Well, that's well. Misery likes company, so that's perfect. Yes. And by thoughts, I mean other people at, at, at drinking facilities and watering holes. Uh, but we could talk about drinking all day. I just want to pick, I, I <laughs> this is the weirdest transition ever. Uh, but uh, we could talk about drinking all day, but let's drink in some knowledge and some information about the importance of having uh, the most optimized listing when it comes to exploring avenues in other marketplaces. Right. Um, so what I've been, uh, I've been talking to a lot of sellers mm -hmm. and, um, a lot of people don't uh, actually think that their content in different languages is important, mm -hmm. mostly because they don't understand it. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, whatever, I'm just going to optimize on my, like, you know, images and like PPC and like mm -hmm. whatever. And then six months later, you're like, well, my listings are not performing that well. Mm -hmm. And they're like, what's wrong? And it's usually the content. Mm. So like content may not like be the first thing you like you want to fix, mm -hmm. but you definitely want to fix that before starting to sell mm -hmm. because at one point it will backlash at you and you would have problems because people would not understand your content. Well, you just talked to a seller yesterday. He's had like a 3.5 reviews or something like an Italian marketplace. Mm -hmm. And he's like doing great, like in the U S marketplace yeah. because he's a great product. But like, I think I haven't seen this um, listing, but what I think it's problem that mm -hmm. the content in Italian mm -hmm. is not great. People don't understand the product. Yeah. Maybe they don't know like how it works. You know, like, or maybe it, it's just a terrible fit for the Italian marketplace. Or maybe, it's, yeah. maybe it's not exactly. Maybe it's not even like a great product. Like if mm -hmm. you have a product, you cannot just go out, like sell it. On other marketplaces, you yeah. have to do the little bit like a due diligence. You do like a little bit of market research. Mm -hmm. You just don't go and like, bam, this is going to be a bestseller because it's a bestseller in the U.S. That's yeah. not how things work. I can see that being uh, a massive issue, especially with a lot of Amazon sellers looking to expand into other marketplaces. Yeah. How they don't understand the cultural fit of what the product would actually be like and how it would be, one, perceived, understood, and then implemented in those environments. Perfect example for me, I live in Mexico right now. If I were to actually try to give uh, the cleaning lady at my house a one of those Rubbermaid mop buckets, she would look at me like I'm stupid, like this is a waste of money. Mm -hmm. And then she'd just go back to using a bucket, her hands, and a mop. And she would just kick ass doing that, which is far more efficient. For her right. yeah. than using, like, let's say these fancy Rubbermaid mop buckets and everything like that. So I can imagine that the, the cultural adoption of products and uh, and items in certain marketplaces may not actually be the best fit just because the numbers dictate that they are. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, also, like, yesterday, it was, like, those um, uh, seller tips and tricks. And, like, Vanessa was saying that mm -hmm. because of, like, a very big, like, Hispanic 
uh, minority, I'd say majority in, yeah. in the US, like you have to also pay attention to those keywords, like or the translations, or like mm-hmm. at least just put these keywords in backend. Yeah. So you don't have to expand anywhere. Even if you're selling just in the US, you have to be aware that there's like other people that don't speak English and you have to put that content somehow into your listing because the search volume is not only English keywords, it can be like different things. And today I'm going to talk like on my presentation about mm-hmm. like, uh, diaper bag and like mm-hmm. if you do an analysis like a us keyword like a diaper bag yeah top 30 of them some it would be some of them would be in spanish yeah and when you compare it to like the uk list of keywords mm-hmm. you don't get any spanish or anything you know yeah but it's just like the cultural difference is so important mm-hmm. like keywords in us it says uh, diaper bag changing stations mm-hmm. and if you use changing stations in the uk nobody's going to search for that because they don't have that over there they don't have diapers they have nappies they have nappies out oh, that's our number yeah. Two. yeah it's like you would use nappies diapers are like adult diapers not like kids diapers what i'm surprised that hasn't been rolled out by amazon as of yet and i'll say this with all honesty and due diligence right is having different versions of amazon us based on what your language settings are so for example like right. um Again, like I said, I live in Mexico. You can go to amazon.com.mx, but that's only the regional aspect. So when mm-hmm. it comes to people that don't bother learning English as they come into the United States, having a Spanish version of amazon.com for them to actually search on. Uh-huh. So they can yeah. have a, uh, they can have a separation of the uh, the English search terms, the Spanish search terms, and other language search terms. Yeah, that's interesting. But I think that it's gonna, going to be like a really big job. And I think that Amazon doesn't care. Maybe <laughs> probably because there's like not that many let's yeah. say like u.s citizens that speak english is their like prime audience in the yeah, u.s yeah but i understand the money, your point, the money but, is in usd anyway right? So, right i mean let's be real right yeah. so i understand it's a really good point but mm-hmm. i don't see that happening at all yeah. that's why it's all kind of mixed together it's like the same for canada yeah when you do can, can um, do canada mm-hmm. english it's fine like in the u.s yeah. but the backends should be in french because yeah. There's like so many people like in Montreal, Quebec, it's like a lot of people mm-hmm. that speak French. Same mm-hmm. like with the US, like where you like, you know, Florida, people usually speak Spanish because of everyone like mm-hmm. living there like the Hispanic population. Yeah. So you just have kind of have to have this in mind and like what is like, you know, something that I also want to target in that same country. Mm-hmm. But you forgetting about like Hispanic population, forgetting about like everyone that speaks French, mm-hmm. you know, like you should also take this into consideration because then mm-hmm. you're, you're not targeting 100% of your target audience. Yeah. And if you're not targeting 100% of your target audience, what are you really doing on Amazon anyway? You know, that's that's an yeah. opportunity. Yes. What exactly. I really want to ask you is the the social media adaptation in other marketplaces and how that actually affects the uh, the overall health of the uh, the Amazon listings. Uh, so a perfect example would be, uh, let's say for France, uh, their adoption to using TikTok or are they more preferable right. to using Instagram? How do you actually uh, make that applicable when it comes to optimizing the listing? Well, it really depends. Like what's kind of really interesting, like Turkey, for instance, like there's like Amazon Turkey, they just do YouTube. There's yeah. like no sense for you to like use an influencer, like do any content and, like okay. Instagram or like TikTok, like they just do YouTube. Mm-hmm. So you also have to do like a research about that. Yeah. But what's really important is like also like video ads, like mm-hmm. video ads, like work differently in different countries. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't have like, a, um, let's say the subtitles of your video, mm-hmm. if they're not subtitled, like in the target language, they're not yeah. going to like, you know, let you see it. 
So it's going to be really important to have that. They're not going to show them in English if it's Germany. Yeah. It has to be like subtitles or something has to be in, in German. German. Yeah. So they're kind of really like, uh, you know, um, I think they're like putting a lot of effort into this like a localization game. Yeah. Now even they rolled out uh, the country specific uh, main image upload, which mm -hmm. was not possible until now. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was possible. It cost tons of money yeah. and not everybody was able to do it. But now literally if you're doing the pan EU, like you can just kind of uh, upload your image. Mm -hmm. It can have different text on it. It's especially important when it comes to like products that have like different sizing. Mm -hmm. Because if you're selling from the US, uh, you're in German, inches, it's gonna be like 12, 12 inches. Yeah. What do they know? Like I don't know like what's 12 inches. Yeah, right? metric versus imperial. Yeah. Right. So but being able to actually have left that. on the main image, which is important because mm -hmm. this is like what people go through like first five images and be like, oh, okay, this is big, this is too small, whatever. And mm -hmm. I want to see centimeters because I understand that. Not mm -hmm. I don't want to Google what's like 12 inches, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it can be it can be rather time consuming and frustrating. Right. They actually have that pure localization and have that pure transition, and that's what I uh, that's what as you were mentioning, I think that's uh, going to be very very beneficial for a lot of sellers exploring these blue ocean territories that they don't know about. Yeah. Um, and I didn't even know that I learned something new about Turkey that they are consuming video information uh, more readily than any other uh, any other marketplace out there uh, that's on the Amazon platform. And I imagine for other platforms when it comes to that. Uh, digestible chunks of information that they have their own preferred platform. It can also be part specific, niche specific, uh, even category specific as to how they like to digest yeah. their information. Yeah, 100%. So, what have you seen to be the most beneficial aspect of adoption when it comes to uh, foreign overseas marketplaces that Amazon sellers could use uh, when it comes to consuming content? That's probably a word jumble of, 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 of questions, but I'm sure you get the gist of it. Yes, I understand where we were going with that. Uh, what they can do is to adapt. Uh, when it comes to like images, nobody does different images. So yeah. that's okay. Like your images are going to be fine. What you can use to adapt is like, you want to understand like, what's your brand? What's your mm -hmm. style of the brand? So yeah. if it's like kind of... I know, funny and like kind of quirky, like whatever. Yeah. You want to keep it that way, like in any other places. Mm -hmm. And that's what's going to be very important because what's really cool with like international expansion is mm -hmm. like building your brand. Mm -hmm. You're becoming a worldwide brand. And yeah. what's really important is like to kind of convey the same message mm -hmm. wherever you are. So I think that like adopting something which is like localization is really, really important. Mm -hmm. Just kind of, you know, being like having that wordplay in German mm -hmm. as well as having like in the US, mm -hmm. it's probably not going to be the same probably not at all uh but this is something that could really help you with the maximizing on your brand which mm -hmm. is great mm -hmm. um you're clicking with your audience mm -hmm. like getting this germans for instance to understand like what you're talking about yeah and like what's really interesting is like germany out of all international marketplaces gives out the most refunds so people will be like hey so i, I thought from, it was from like sheer lack of understanding yes they think they buy something, then they're okay. like, mm, this is not what I was expecting. They, they give it back. It's like a fact. You can just find that. Like, so why not just, like, I'm surprised. Like, I imagine your part of your business is, like, blown up for Germany with the amount of localization that you guys do. Does this also come down to the video localization as well as the, uh, like, optimization, keywords, titles, images, everything? You know what? Because I would, that, I would, that, I would, that, would like, that would, like, save so many people a lot of time. Right. But also explode your business, but also explode theirs at the same time and help those products actually sell a whole lot better in those marketplaces. Yeah. So the thing is that um, sellers really don't like invest a lot in that. Yeah. They don't invest a lot in content and just, you know, not, not like 
I won't even talk about like videos and other mm -hmm. things. It's just like, it's going to be fine. Yeah. It's just a little bit of brand story. Like let's leave everything else in English. So that's, that's something they don't want to kind of invest in. It will mm -hmm. be, that's what you just said. It would mm -hmm. be like the most perfect path if you're like international journey, like how, how it should look. Yeah. But nobody does that. I mean, nobody has ever contacted us and says, Hey, so in the next six months, I'm going to optimize my listings. Like you did them once. Nobody comes back and says like, I'm going to optimize what you've got done after six months, which is also like ideally what mm -hmm. you should do. Yeah. But nobody does that. Why? Because like, why is it like sheer laziness, sheer apathy? Is it just I don't like know. I think, happy with what you're getting out of, out of like the original package? Because I think I, that they don't think it's relevant because it takes a lot of time for them to come around that content is important. And then they're like, wait, I invested already once in this. I don't want to pay again. You know, like that would be just like, can you do like, like, you know, the, the, the list optimization for free for like the next three years? No. It's like, yeah, I think that's no. just because they don't want to. Look, the same way that you update it. your listing is the same way that you should be going after your PPC campaigns. Yes, it's exactly. Early, often, and constantly. Like, but do, like, you know, somebody it, sells the, it, like, set it and forget it, it. Yeah, but it trends change. And the way that people search, the way that people think, the way that people yeah. dress, act, you can't like, look, perfect example. We're at the Helium 10 uh, 90s party. If everybody dressed and acted the same and talked the same in a 2020 era, we would probably think that they're from another time. That's because right. they are. So why should your listings look like it's from 30 years ago? And why should your keywords be used from 30 years ago? Just update no, your show. No, absolutely. Or like, you know, if you want to, maybe your product is like great for like Christmas. You yeah. want to kind of optimize with those keywords and you yeah. don't want to use them in July, right? Exactly. So I don't know what people don't want to do. I just think that they don't think it's that relevant. And I also don't think that they would change something mm -hmm. by like editing and embedding different keywords and they're really wrong it's not great what would the harm like what's the harm like the best thing that you could use is i uh, mean like it's not that it's gonna harm your listings yeah. but they could be ranking for much more relevant keywords at that point yeah because like you know you you have to take out some to add new mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. we will be just gonna like ranking for the christmas presents for women you know in july and it's not gonna be great for you and also not high search volume or highly relevant keywords at that point. Mm -hmm. And instead of that, maybe you can like find out something else that you can use in your fifth bullet instead of that, you know? Well, also the fact that new keywords get introduced in the marketplace constantly, right? Oh, that so, as well. That's why you have to do like the keyword research every six months. You don't yeah. have to do it like three months. It's kind of really weird that like something really kind of impactful just kind of shows up like in your keyword list. But like every six months, there's something new that happens. So I'll tell you something interesting. Okay. I literally was talking to Kamaljit Singh with AMZ One Step prior to you, we we're mm -hmm. talking about the importance of listing optimization when it comes right. to your imagery, right? And how important that is um, because people will often search differently based off of your images. Yeah. Then er, yesterday, I talked with Dan Mazaros with Buy Boxer Service. Hey, Dan, how you doing? You're always handsome. Love you. Um, but Dan was talking about how the trends on TikTok were affecting the way that people actually search oh, yeah, on the Amazon keywords, because people yes. were literally looking for those shoes from TikTok uh -huh, and they were popping yeah. up. And one person that was actually capturing all of that was doing it quite successfully on Amazon. So I believe that like when with all these new marketplaces and ways to advertise that yeah. having the best social content on your listing and being up to date with that um, is going to make your listing shine. Yana, I know that you're a busy woman and you got to go. I appreciate you taking whatever amount of time that you had out of the day, Thanks, Josh. just like lean in everybody. Just, all right, cool. Thanks guys. Anyway, hit smash, uh, smash, like subscribe. Uh, so all Yana's information is going to be below in the description. Uh, prosper 2022 coming from the live.